Welcome to the Work Research Revolution. I'm your host, Cara DeLunger. In this podcast, I speak to doctors, scientists, professors, and business leaders who are at the leading edge of this work research revolution and radically changing the way we work. We will be harnessing their collective insight so that we can create the catalyst that drives much needed change in the future of work around the world. Work Reset Revolution is brought to you by Softer Success. Visit www.softersuccess.com to learn how you can revolutionize your well-being plan and help eradicate burnout in your organization. So let's get to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Work Reset Revolution. Today, I am with Mireia Las Henas, and Mireia is professor at IC Business School in Barcelona and director of International Center for Work and Family. Welcome, Mireia. Thank you very much for having me. Very, very happy to have you here today. And I wanted to ask you a question, the first question. So work and family balance is an important theme across your work. Could you talk a bit about why that's so important and why you focus on that? Okay, so work and family. So all of us in our lives, we all want to be happy, right? So that's our main aspiration in life. And even if you talk to parents, you say, what do you want for your children? I want them to be happy. You know, I want them to do their best, to be the best person they can ever be, right? Um, So that's our main aspiration in life. There are two dimensions in everyone's lives that always appeared. One is uh, work, the other is family. There might be other dimensions as well, like, I don't know, sports, hobbies, other things. But work and family are two dimensions that always, you know, take a very relevant uh, part of our lives and our aspirations. Through our work, we develop competences, we develop relationships, we learn things, we develop skills, we become who we are called to be because we are able also to make a contribution to the environment, to our society, to clients, to our company and so on and so forth. So work is something that is very, very relevant in our lives and family is as well. You know, in family, how do I define family? So that place where you belong, right? So that place, and that might be, you know, the person you've chosen to share your life uh, with. Sometimes it might be extended family. Sometimes within your family, you also include your best friends, uh, the people you really, you know, care about. So that's your family, right? So and uh, through your family, you are able to feel secure. You're able to feel understood. You're able to be who you are, right? And so those are very, very relevant um, dimensions of our lives, but sometimes they are odd, right? Because the more we uh, spend in our work, the less we have to spend in our family or the other way around. I think that one of the good positive outcomes of these pandemics might be that we've come to realize that actually they should not be at odds, that they can create synergies Or the opposite, they can also create interferences, right? But that they can create synergies. Uh, During these pandemics, we've realized that our family very often has offered help, support, and even resources for us to be able to do our work because we had to spend much more time. We had, uh, we would have been very stressed and, you know, sometimes our family has acted as the safe heaven in where we, we've been able, you know, to share our concerns, our fears, 
And for that reason, we've realized that actually those are not two separate dimensions that uh, should be, you know, just like in a zero game kind of like competition. So it's not a zero sum game, but it's the opposite. It's something that if both of them work in sync, they both can enrich each other, right? So our family can help us to develop competencies, to feel secure, to have, you know, a self-understanding of who we are, who we want to become, and that we can bring it to our to our work. And uh, then we can become better leaders, better professionals, people who serve better, and so on and so forth. And then we can create a positive relationship between these two spheres. So work and family actually are just like always part of our lives. And uh, that's why I like to study them together because I feel that there are many ways in which we can help those two spheres to become allies rather than enemies, to become friends and to generate positive cycles. And that's why I feel it's very, very relevant because otherwise they can create interferences and negative consequences for each other and they can become enemies. And that's something that we want to prevent as much as possible because in the end, we are one person. So I'm not one person, Mireya as a worker and Mireya as a family member. No, I'm always the same person. So I want to have a positive impact on those people, you know, who are both employees as well as uh, family members who are professionals and family members who are, and then that way we'll have a better society as a whole as well. Thank you so much. And, you know, that brings to mind the concept of bringing your whole self to work, you know, that we are authentic self to work. So how do you think that can blend in the work and how can family and work blend? How can that Mm -hmm. function? Because many sort of, you know, conversations that happen in the work front are purely often for work related and, you know, feedback sessions are usually work related. How could that blend a little bit better? Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting and very relevant question because I feel that that's, uh, and with my due respects, a very Anglo-Saxon kind of like uh, a perspective of work, you know, in which you are not expected and supposed to talk about family and to talk. I remember just like, let me share an experience that happened to me, obviously, pre-pandemics. I was consulting for a company in Mexico First day, I went to visit one of the plants with the HR director. And as soon as we got into the into the plant, um, the, the, the HR director just like got to meet one person who was working in the reception and kiss her and ask her, so how are you doing? How is your family? And so on and so forth. And we moved on and just like, and I thought also maybe they hadn't seen each other for months or maybe this person had been sick, right? But a couple of days later, we went back to the same plant and then again, you know, just went to just like hug and uh, kiss the person in reception and again, ask the same question. Then I realized like, oh no, it's not that they haven't seen each other for a long time. It's that every time they see each other, they ask the same question, you know, so they are interested and genuinely concerned about how each other is doing and how their families are doing. So even if they would meet every day, they would ask that question every day, right? And so I feel that in some of the Western societies, I would say, you know, we've gone a little too far in separating those two spheres, you know, and this is something 
that uh, is a part of the industrialized world, right? So before we would all work, you know, whole families would work in the fields, in the agriculture, and then have trades. And, you know, in the same workshop, the whole family would be participating. But then we separated roles, right? So one person would go, you know, just like to work, the other would stay at home. And we would not even just like think that that person is working, but that person is at, at home because she's working at home. So she's taking care. She is doing, you know, all the home chores, is, uh, educating children, so, so, so on and so forth. And so I think that we've just like gone too extreme into separating the roles. So and then when I'm a professional, it seems that I'm a professional in a vacuum, that I don't have a family, that I don't have my hobbies, even my own health. So sometimes I just like prefer just like having that for myself. And again, I think that, that this might be something positive, positive outcome of the pandemic. And this that now most of us have started asking people, so how are you doing? So how is your family? So are you all okay? Because we've become much more aware that if someone has, you know, a family who is sick, who is in intensive care, who has been not been vaccinated yet, or the, a child who is now homeschooling because the schools are not open or something, that is something that is going to be affecting that person. And that is something that is going to have an impact on how the person might be concentrating or working or whatever, right? I think that this pandemic has helped most of us to realize that when I'm talking to, doesn't matter whether it's a client, a provider, a colleague, a student of mine, whatever, right? That person also, you know, has other things going on. And if I'm more aware of that, you know, I'll be better able to be in the same, let's say, uh, in the same state of mind, because I, I can understand that that person is concerned or is worried or is happy because her mom just got the second vaccination. And so she feels like, okay, so we're finally okay with this, right? So, and I think that that concept of bringing the whole self was trying to facilitate that that would happen, right? So and probably the pandemics have helped in that sense and that now we'll be more aware of people. And I, at the same time, we have to be also respectful of people having different preferences. So I might be a person who I'm very outgoing, very extroverted, and I like sharing, you know, what is happening at home. Oh, I might not, right? So, and both things are fine, right? So if I'm the leader or if I'm your colleague, I should be respectful of your preference for that, right? So, and if you have a preference for a privacy or a preference, it's completely fine as well. But I give you the opportunity in case you want to share that so that I can understand you better and I can help you or treat you in a way that is better for you, you know, that helps you to be the person you want to be at work. I love that and I absolutely agree. And yes, yeah, so thank you. And this leads me to the next question. And what do you think are the most important issues affecting the modern day workplace at the moment? Mm. Well, I think we're in a very, very exciting time, right? I always say that I've been pitching in the desert for a very long time, because <laughs> as you said, when you introduced me, I'm the director of the International Center for Work and Family. I'm a professor at ESA Business School, teaching leadership. So I've been talking about flexibility at work, about telecommuting, about 
family supportive supervisor behaviors, about uh, idiosyncratic deals that allow people to work in a more customized way. So I've been talking about that for the last 15 years, right? And feeling that people would look at me like saying like, I mean, fine, you know, so I respect you, but this is not going to work in my <laughs> company, right? <laughs> or, well, at least, you know, many people having that reaction. And now I just like keep seeing the opposite, you know? So like, hey, how do we do this? You know, how do we change the way we're working? How do we allow our employees to work in a way that actually is a better fit with their own needs, you know? Because we understand, I mean... So pre-March 2020, 2020, everyone would work five days a week, you know, all year round from the office, having a quite a strict uh, kind of like a schedule or, you know, time to get in and to leave the companies. And we all knew that it was not necessary, that, but, you know, the mindset had brought us to that point, you know, and I'm exaggerating. So everyone could say, well, in my company, we had this policy or that policy, whatever, right? Uh, but in principle, it was that way. Then March 2020 comes with the pandemic, all have to go to work from home. Everyone would have said, you know, if this was a social experiment, everyone would have said, this is not going to work. This is completely impossible. We realized it's not impossible. We realized we have the skills, we have, you know, the technical kind of like apps and hardware and software and whatever we needed. So we've realized it works. And now many companies are willing to see, you know, okay, so this has been a very costly experiment, obviously one that no one would have ever desired to have and wish it had never happened, but it has happened, right? So we cannot deny that. And now we can learn from it. So many companies are really now looking for ways to retain the best of both worlds. So the best of the face-to-face world in which you go to the office, you spend time with the people in which you co-create, you innovate, you generate relationships, you celebrate, you just like create bonds, so on and so forth. But they want to also retain the best of the world in which you just avoid traffic, you avoid wasting time in commuting, you avoid generating pollution for the environment, you avoid accidents, you avoid the stress of those things. And you also have more time to care for yourself because we've also discovered, you know, which is not such a a weird thing, but it's been a discovery that we have to take care of ourselves, that we have to take care of our own health. We have to do a sports. We have to generate relationships with people who are close to us in our families, in our, we've discovered what a dialogue is in our families. Uh, we've discovered what it is to spend time playing, you know, just like games at home and things like that, you know, that is, and we also, we want to keep part of that. Of course, you know, not to the extent that we've been doing it because it's been forced, but we're going to keep part of it. So I feel that the modern workplace will be one that will be more sustainable, in terms of like sustainability for the environment, but sustainability also in terms of health and in terms of society, being able to create a stronger bonds in their families and in their neighborhoods and in the social environment. It will be a workplace in which we will use a space very differently. We will not go to the office to work 
remotely. So because for many years, we've been going to the office and uh, working in the office in a remote work. I always say we've been going to the office to work with people who were not in the office, who were, you know, just like in different time zones, who were in, and it's like, why do you go to the office to do that? So and yeah. now people are not so much willing to do that anymore. Absolutely. And that brings me actually to the final question. So do you have any ideas maybe around work-family balance, how we can solve these? So what would a work research revolution look like for you in the work that you do? Well, I think if I had that answer, I'd probably become a millionaire, right? (laughs) But um, I think that it will be something that is more flexible in the sense of like, Every job is different. Every company is different and every month is different, right? So it will be very flexible in terms of like adapting and readapting to the different shapes and needs of businesses, of families, of individuals. So we will allow employees and professionals to really, and we will educate them also to be able to make better decisions in terms of like when, where, and how to work. It will be a workplace that will be much more sensitive in what relates to sustainability of the environment. So just not traveling without a reason, not commuting without a reason, not, you know, having huge buildings without a reason, not moving people to big cities without a reason. So mm-hmm. I think we're yeah. much more aware of that. And so it will be a workplace that will be, you know, probably more humane in the sense that it will respect more the needs and the preferences and the development of our employees and the society as a whole. Well, that sounds like a brilliant uh, plan for the revolution and for the new ways of working. So thank you very much, Mideya. I really enjoyed talking to you and hearing your views today. And if anyone would like to read more about Mideya's work, I have a link at the bottom of this podcast. So we'll share that there. So thank you very much for today. Thank you very much, Kara, for the invitation and to all our audience for being here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Work Research Revolution. I'd like to know what has been your biggest takeaway from this conversation. As a next step, share this episode with anyone that you think may benefit. Follow us on LinkedIn at Softer Success for more inspiration to change the way we work and contact us at infosoftersuccess.com to find out more about our burnout assessment tool. If you have any feedback on how to improve, please do reach out to me as I'm always keen to learn more. Thank you so much for listening and we'll meet again on the next episode of Work Reset Revolution.